0: welcome to the strong john fitness podcast this show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the bs we'll cover training nutrition basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey and we'll have some fun along the way i'm your host john let's get into it going on welcome back to the podcast full disclosure as i'm recording this i really don't have an idea of where this is gonna go um those of you who know me have been following me for a bit or you're my client you know that uh august hasn't been too too kind of a month um and honestly two of the last three augusts have been kind of pretty messed up to say the least but um I think one thing that I'm coming away with here, both through my own experience, coaching clients, talking to people, surrounding myself with with other individuals, um, is that you're going to experience shit. Like you're gonna you're gonna go through stuff in life. It, it's inevitable. We all are going to go through stuff in our lives, and those that end up seeing long term success, whether it's fitness, whether it's business anything in between the people that don't let the shit derail them for too long are the ones that see some success long-term. Right. I mean, when shit happens in life, obviously you're gonna have to take some time and deal depending on what it is. Um, you know, for example, I didn't post on social media for I think like 10 days. I just, I I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered to, I didn't want to put content out just to put content out. I wanted to give myself some space and just not, not do it and i was okay with that and i had no issue with that um one of my former uh mentoring students and and friend of mine i'll call a friend at this point reached out on instagram actually this past monday morning and was like man are you good like you haven't posted in 10 days like hopefully everything is okay and and yeah i mean i think for me it's easy to get caught up in, in what i should be doing or what everyone else is doing because i have my my you know my Feeder in two camps, let's say, you know, obviously I have my own fitness journey that I'm, want to say I'm working on, but it's, it's, I've been struggling with for, for two years now and I have the business side of things, right? So my own business and, and mentoring others in their business. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot of things all the time. And I think part of it is just getting too wrapped up in, in the mental of like, what, what am I doing? Is it serving me? Um, and really just digging down and being self-aware of, of your actions. Or, or lack thereof sometimes. I think self-awareness. Self-awareness is hard. Self-awareness. People re- really need to be conscious of what you're doing. You really need to take time to think about what you're doing. Because it's very easy to get wrapped up in everything else around you. And just being in a reactive state all the time. I can tell you firsthand. It is fucking exhausting to be in a reactive state all the time. Now, I will preface by saying I love what I do. Again, I coach my fitness clients, and I mentor business, fitness business students to build their businesses. So I'm talking a lot. I'm talking, you know, uh, sometimes there's meetings, uh, and calls five days a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, as I record this podcast, I wrapped up, I think I had eight, eight calls today, eight or nine total coaching calls today. Like just something just on zoom and just helping people with their journey, depending if it was my fitness clients or for the business ones. Um, so I know what it's like to be reactive, right? If I don't block off time for lunch, I don't eat. If I don't block off time for workouts, it doesn't happen. Um, there are those that assume coaches and trainers and those of us that work in the fitness industry are like top tier athletes all the time. You know, we eat the cleanest, whatever that means. We're the most active we're never deviating from a plan, shit like that. And I'm here to tell you that's, that's BS. Like anyone... Online that tells you they're completely perfect with their stuff is full of it. They're 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 fronting. They're they're presenting something that's that's not the truth at all. And I think that's where sometimes I get caught up in the comparison game. And I think I mean comparison can be. Let's just run with a quote. Comparison can be the thief of joy. Um, it can also motivate you to do better. It can also it can also help you look at things in a different way. Um, I was. Fortunate enough to MC at CanFit Pro event, uh, global conference this weekend and trade show, and you know I got to to run into you know a few friends and and you know obviously people I look up to in the industry and, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to like ask them questions directly because I I have access to them we're, we're friends but is it in my best interest to compare myself to them and think about what they're doing all the time you know or are they on their journey and I'm on mine and as I sat in on a fireside chat it was a round table of, of people, you know, I, I knew for the panelists. Um, I found myself kind of just aligned with what they're already saying. So it was a little bit validating for me that I'm on, I'm on my path in that, in that realm, not to get too worked up in, you know, what I'm not doing or what maybe others are doing because that's not going to serve me long-term. And the other thing I wanted to bring up too is just that, that feeling, cause I, I know a lot of people are feeling this right now is, is that feeling of a rut. So I do have a few coaches that listen to this and I have, you know, clients and, and other fitness enthusiasts that listen to this and we're all going to face a rut at some point. The key with a rut is to understand why it's happening and to, you're not going to try to dig yourself out of a hole necessarily and work. Extra hard to get out of it. In fact, most of the times it's the opposite, right? What what is that first step to take to get out of the rut, right? So I've had a few clients who just had really busy summers. Workouts weren't on as far as they they liked nutrition, same thing. A few coaches that you know August was a bit of a slower month in terms of getting new clients. You know this shit happens to me. It's it's normal. I've been I've been running my business for almost seven years now. It's 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 part of what happens. But what you don't do is freak out and panic and change everything in front of you in an attempt to get out of a rut. So if you're trying to lose fat right now and then summer's been super busy and you're like, I can't wait for the kids to go back to school and I can set a routine, cool. I'm all for that. I love that you're looking ahead. I think that's that's something that a lot of people miss. But I wanna make sure that when you're doing that, you're not just sitting on your thumbs waiting for a date in my September 5th or whatever it might be. What are some things you can do now to start to build some momentum before we get to that first week of September? If that's your target I had a call with a client today, she wants to wake up earlier to get the workouts done before the kids get up. But she also recognizes that that is going to be hard to do in that sense when the kids are in school. So for this next week and a half, she can get up at six, get her workout in. And then hang out with the kids or drop them off where they need to be after that camp or whatever it is. When school starts, the kids are up at 6 30. So she can't get her workout in before the kids, you know, are up and out of before school. Don't ask me why their school starts super early. But what she can do is get up early, make sure that the kids are prepped and ready. She has to get up anyways. After she drops the kids off, workouts happening, 7 30 in the morning. So we're already looking ahead of like how can we implement this strategy moving forward to make sure that you know, not just sitting waiting. And kind of regretting sleeping through your alarm or hitting snooze for, you know, two more weeks before, okay, you're forced into a new schedule. Let's build a positive momentum and routine to get in there, right? This client that I'm referring to, she's been active. She, she's, we wanted to go with four workouts per week. You know, she's been consistently hitting two, but mostly three per week. So what we're doing starting next week, again, to get the momentum building is we're, we're going for a three-day split now. We were doing an upper/lower, which is a four-day. Um, but as we talked on our call, she's like, "You know what? I, I do. I really do want to run more. I enjoy running. I like doing that." So I'm like, "Cool." So if you want to run two days a week, there's no way I'm programming you for four workouts. And she was like, "No, but I love doing it." I'm like, "Look, if you're constantly hitting, it, if I'm constantly programming four workouts, and you have two runs in an optimal schedule, that's six days a week. Right now, your output is looking like it's been four, maybe if that. Right? She got a run in last week." But I'm like, if you want to prioritize running, it makes sense to back the workouts off a little bit. Because if you're adhering 100% to three workouts and two runs a week, you're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel unstoppable. But if I program four workouts and two runs and you consistently do one run and three workouts, you're going to feel like you're failing. So for her, we're going to build that momentum of going to bed at, at a good time, which she's pretty good about getting up earlier and just making sure that the schedule we have for her moving forward is sustainable. It's something that she is a nine out of 10 confident that she can achieve. That's how you get out of a rut. you make sure that what you have in front of you is, I don't want to say easy to do, but essentially it's simple to, to implement. It's not jumping through hoops to kind of try to get it rolling for me in my schedule. I've prioritized if you're on my email list, you've already, you've already read the email. If you're not on my email list, you, you should probably, you should probably get on that. Um, I've prioritized my, like, okay, let's break, let's break down the framework. So there's in my life right now, there's three F's and the, the framework typically has four and I'll explain why I don't. So the framework standard, typically if you, if you follow this and then there's always variations of this stuff, but it's fitness, finances, family, and faith in my life, I have three, I have fitness, family, and finances, faith right now that's there's there's an area that i'm not interested in opening up that that's a that's a box that's just not for me right now no no disrespect to anybody that's just this my own thing is what it is take it how you want it but for me it's it's like i said fitness finances family you can only really be good and like top tier for one maybe two at a time and these things will rotate. Because seasons of life bring different things. In my experience, for the last two years, finances have been number one, family's been number two, or interchangeably, one and two, um, because I work a shit ton, but I've also learned to to set boundaries and take time off. Um, My fitness, my own fitness has come number three, right? I did, you know, I had a coach, um, but now I'm in the process of of really recalibrating what I want my life to look like. Um, I'm not getting into specifics of, of what's happening. Right now on this podcast, anyone that works with me or knows me knows the details. And again, this isn't, this isn't podcast material, but I need to make a change where that prioritization list changes fitness is, is, is gotta come number one, right? So this is my, my building momentum right now to get myself out of my rut because August has really just been a shit show to be quite honest. Um, it's starting to look at where, where have I been successful in the past While life was different then, what can I take with me that and implement now? What makes sense to work on now? This is very much a lot of just brainstorming, thinking, jotting things down because I I know where I've been. I also know myself enough to know what I need to do to be successful. And right now in my current environment, current mindset and habits, I'm not there. I'm not even fucking close. What I'm not going to do, what I've done in the past is, you know, I have a treadmill here in my house. I have an assault bike. I'm pointing at it like you can see me on this, on this podcast. Um, I'm not going to go do a shit ton of cardio in in all that and trying to go, go crazy. Trying to lose weight with just, with just a bunch of that. I know I need to be more consistent in the gym for sure. I know my nutrition needs work for sure. But what do I need to do to, to, to start to get that momentum rolling? Number one, meal prep containers. I know for, my, for a fact, when I take the time on Sundays to cook and actually put the meals in containers in the fridge, those are my containers. Nobody's eating them. Kids have their own containers. My wife doesn't eat the protein that I eat anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So those are mine. So if I cook that stuff and I put it in meal prep containers, it's ready. So what am I doing? I put some meal prep containers in my Amazon card and I got to buy them. So I'm ready. That's it. Monday through Friday, I'm happy to eat the same lunch and dinner. Nine times out of 10, unless we have special occasions. That takes so much guesswork out for me. As someone with ADHD, yes, I am on meds. Meds do not solve all the symptoms. I get decision fatigue like crazy. If I break down a day in the life, starting from like after I drop the kids off, let's say work starts at 9:30. If I have calls from 9:30, With Nico in an extended camp right now in summer, you know, I could be on calls from 930 till 6 if I really wanted to. Just imagine that with like a 30-minute lunch break in between. So by the time 6 o'clock comes, I would have to have dinner ready for the family and figure out what the hell I'm cooking if I haven't cooked already for myself. Chances are, if I don't have anything ready, I'm eating what's convenient or I'm ordering what's convenient and just easy. So for me, I need to set myself up to be like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't feel good. That's, that's not what I want to do. I, I don't want to leave things up to convenience and chance. Cause then I, I feel like shit and I regret it. And it, and it's a cycle. So setting myself up some time and the fall will be easier because there's less to do. Just lean into meal prep again, the way I used to. The other thing I was really, really good at, and I kind of just really got away from is utilizing shakes. For whatever reason, maybe it's just a mental block. I'm not trying to make excuses, but maybe it's just cuz I've had it for so long. It's just having a shake to to fill me up and add protein into my diet. So one thing that I've made in the past was super helpful for a long time, especially in, especially in the summer, was like a massive protein coffee shake. So it'd be homemade iced coffee just sweetener nothing really else to it um and two to three scoops of chocolate protein powder a whole lot of ice in a big ass ninja blender got the job done it was wonderful some people might be like that's gross i mean don't knock it till you try it it filled me up it kept me caffeinated and there's anywhere from 60 to 90 grams of protein in a shake alone that covered me from seven o'clock in the morning to about lunch that's great imagine your protein goals over 200 and you get 90 of it before noon, you're setting yourself up for a win. It's doing the little things like that, that I know help me be better and to stick to the routine that I need to stick to. Cause then when it comes time to fun, I have more wiggle room to have fun. If I need to, the point of this is I'm not trying to force things that I know aren't, aren't going to work. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm cutting out carbs and I'm cutting out this. I'm never eating a donut again. That's bullshit. You know me well enough by now. And if, if this is your first podcast episode, I mean, thank you for being here, but also you can listen to all hundred and the other 118 of them at this point. Uh, there's no way I'm giving up carbs and donuts. I don't need to do that. I don't want to do that. There, there's not, it's just, it's not a thing. one of one of the other things that can really make a big difference for you if you are also in a rut or if you're like you know what i just want to be better is who are you surrounding yourself by uh with right obviously those of us who work from home probably spend a lot more time alone than maybe you'd like to fair but do you make it a point to to go out and socialize or even sometimes going to a coffee shop sometimes just getting out of your own house and going somewhere to even order a coffee gives you an energy boost talking to people. I feel like we need to be these last three years have been tough for a lot of people, whether you're working remotely. And yeah, there's a lot of benefits to it, but it gets fucking lonely sometimes, man. Like sometimes you just you need human interaction. That's part of the reason why I love grocery shopping, as time consuming as it could be sometimes. It's just I get I get to go out and just, hey, how you doing? How's your day? kind of stuff. You know, why not work on some social skills that's not through a Zoom? chat room um that sounds weird but also like if you're do you have a community of people that you can lean into Or right, do you go to a gym have you have you talked to anybody at your gym you made friends with the gym any friends you can go to the gym with family members you know if you work out from home you know do your kids want to work out with you your spouse don't work out with you or they're completely you know not in in tune with it at all are you on any communities the online fitness communities that you can you know spitball ideas off of people or just kind of build relationships with some of my closest friends right now in a way are like they started on the internet. Uh, a really good buddy of mine, a fellow coach, Alex Harriman lives seven minutes away from me. We've seen each other on zoom or that we've seen each other in person, just the nature of our, our business and our schedules. But we met online. It just so happened that we ended up living super close to each other. Um, And the reason I bring up community too, is again, like from, from this past weekend and just going to the fitness conference, I, I consider myself not your average fitness professional, and maybe that's just my own personal bias and my own history and and just viewpoint of the world. But when I go to things like this, especially things like a can fit where it's bigger, there's more aspects of fitness involved, dance classes, group things this and that, I consider myself an outsider big time, right? I've had clients call me a cheerleader in a sense. Yes. But and you'll never catch me in person as a cheerleader, like in a, in a group class. That's not me. And I no disrespect to those who do that. But it's like, when I go to these things, I don't give a shit about 95% of the supplements that are there. Seeing equipment there is cool. I'm not, I don't want a gym owner. I'm not buying any equipment a lot of the recovery tools to me is a lot of hype. Let's be honest. Things do go full circle in fitness right now. We're very, very heavy into recovery. You know, whether that's your bag or not, do your thing. I'm not here to tell you otherwise, but when I go to events like this and I find, we'll say my people, a community of people like me or or people I aspire to be like, I am in. I'm like reinvigorated. So as shitty as last week was from a, a life perspective with my grandfather's funeral and all that stuff and just, it was a lot Saturday was like a re reinvigoration for me and give me some energy to be like, man, like I just want to do something right. Aside from emceeing and being on stage, which was fucking cool, but like running into people, Luca Josevar, Andrew Coates, Nick lamb, Lee boys like these names. If you don't know these names, go and check them out. Like they're, they're amazing people in the industry. Two of them being Canadian, huge bonus, but I just get fired up. Boy, that's a community of people that just like it kind of woke up something in me where, you know, Sunday it took the day to kind of recalibrate in a sense. And, and Monday I woke up reinvigorated and just ready to ready to work again. But then again, I potentially fall into the cycle. So with, with the rambling aside, if you don't have support or community or people you need to lean into, find them. Find some people that are like you, same journey, whether it's online or in person. I think everyone needs support whether it's a coach or a friend, I've had a few clients, you know, call me a friend too. And and I consider a good handful of my clients friends as well. I have no issue with that because I'm here to work with people. People have things that come up. People have problems. I have problems. Like everyone has things that pop up in their lives. I can think of one of my clients in particular, she's, she's been through a ton. Um, she's never let it stop her. We've been working together for almost two years now. it has been a year and a half. And she just, you know, she's had her great weeks and she's had her real shit weeks. But one thing she's never done is say, you know what, John, I can't do this anymore. I quit. She's never quit on herself. It's as easy as it's been. She's working fucking 70 hour weeks. She has a young child. She's there's a, There's a lot going on. And she's never once give up. And we had a call last week. No, it was called Monday. Shit. And I was like, man, that fired me up too. Right not comparing myself to her, but I'm like, man, she's doing all these things. Like what the fuck is stopping me from, from, from doing these things and really pushing forward. So this episode is mostly just it became like a verbal diary in a way. Um, because you, you might you might see a lot of changes happening moving forward. I'm not really quite sure what's going to change with strong John fitness or the output. maybe nothing will, but you know, those that are on my email list obviously get first, first, uh, we'll call it a first glance into my brain because you know, they're, they're, they're on the email list. I get right into their inbox and, and I'm very grateful for that. And then you know I'm in your ear right now or in your speaker's. Obviously, you know, I don't have a massive podcast. So anyone who subscribes to this, I consider them a VIP as well. But again, things will be, things will be a little, look a little different, whether it's less content, whether it's less podcasts, whether it's more podcasts or more guest podcasts, I I can't really tell you yet what the changes are going to be. All I know is it'll, it'll help me be more aligned with what I want my life to look like, which in turn will make what you get on your end better. Not that I've been like sandbagging it or putting out garbage because no, I stand behind all the content I put out, but I know there's a level that I'm not at yet that I want to get to, but it's more being realistic of when can I get there? How can I get there? You know, when does it make sense to push to get there and just, and just revamping how I look at things. I mean, in a business perspective, you know, you, you should be doing you know quarterly reviews. I think people should be doing them for life as well. If you're not sitting down ever to think about what you're doing and how you can improve, I really strongly challenge you to start doing that. The turn of the the season is one of the best times to do it. Everyone loves heading into the fall. Some people a bit too much putting out like Halloween decorations early already, but there's nothing wrong with sitting down over labor Day weekend to me is one of the best times to do it it's it's literally a transitional period to think about what what life has looked like to this point in twenty twenty three and what do you want the rest of the year to look like? if you're not currently active, you know how can you start if you want to lose twenty pounds, it's very feasible between september and december how how are you going to go about doing it? you know is it a realistic goal for you given your history, given your mindset, giving your actions. Do you have it in you to make changes right now? So you sit down and think about these things, you know, we can all wish and want for things, but you're hundred percent responsible for your results and you're hundred percent responsible for the results that you don't have. But if you're not putting in the work, you're not setting the intent to go after them. You don't really have a right to complain about not having the results, right? I don't feel my best right now. Not even close. I can't sit here and bitch and moan about, oh, I don't feel my best. It's my own fault. I get that. I know that. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on it, but I'm going to make sure that, you know what? It, I turn it around. I keep saying to myself Q4, because to me, September is like the start of Q4, but it's not. It's, it's It's a turnaround time. And I'm just, I'm slowly prepping and planning for it. And building the momentum, right? I'm not waiting to start necessarily, but I'm I'm, I'm formulating the plan on how I'm going to make life work once Stinkle goes back to school, hit the fall season, and balance all the life things together after summer's ups and downs. So, if you've been listening to this podcast for 25 minutes now, I appreciate you being here because it's been very ranty, very tangent based as per usual, and I've been told that. You know, some of you like this stuff, which is super cool and really fucking weird for me sometimes. Um, I think if I just if I just leave it at, at one last thing for you, it's just to not quit on yourself. That's that's really it. Right? There really isn't much else for me to kind of dwell on in this episode. I don't want to come across preachy or, or any of that shit. But just just don't like if if things really mean to you what you say they mean to you. You are your biggest strength and you are your biggest weakness. It's the truth. No one's going to do the work for you. Coaches, uh, I'm a, I, I don't do the work for my clients. I help guide them and support them as they need and build the structure and routine, but I don't do the work. You still have to do the work if it makes sense for you to do so. That's the other thing. Because sometimes people want things and it doesn't make sense for them in life i set a goal at the beginning of this year pretty lofty one for my own business january went by i'm like nope it's not happening and i'm okay with that like i understood that the the, where i'm headed and what i'm looking at right now it doesn't make sense to set the bar that high because i don't have it in me to do that and that's also not the route i'm going cool so if you do some sort of recap this weekend next weekend whatever it is. Look at the rest of the year, September, October, November, December. For my American listeners, you got it a lot harder. From Thanksgiving onward, most people just say, fuck it, start in January. Don't. And and you'll hear me say this a lot moving forward. Don't. Don't do it. Because then you're essentially telling yourself that, hey, overindulging for no real reason matters more than my health and fitness that's a pill that's a that's a tough one to swallow and maybe I gotta give you straight more (laughs) maybe it's one of those things that it comes down to priorities right if you like the 4f framework run with it fitness family finances and faith if that's your thing or if you want to talk about three whatever it is for you and just be honest of where things rank. For some people, fitness is third. For me, it's been for the summertime. Basically, I can admit that for the last two years, fitness has not ranked number one. I don't feel good saying that, but that's the reality of the situation, and it's only up to me to change it. So I invite you to make any changes you need to make moving forward. And if you need help trying to figure this shit out, my DMs are always open. If you really wanted me to make a deep dive. I highly suggest you apply for coaching because what we can accomplish over three, six, or 12 months, it's unmatched. Coaching literally gives you that shortcut. You do not have to figure things out for yourself. You don't have to go down TikTok rabbit holes and figure out information or, or sift through the bullshit on that app. Take out all the guesswork of what you need to do and just put you on a path to do it and get support throughout the entire process so if that sounds like you shoot me a message on instagram if you want to learn some more if you like you know what sounds like me fill out the application form in the show notes and you'll hear from me usually within 24 hours this is hitting about 30 minutes i'm going to stop it right now before it gets too and too tangent based thank you for being here thank you for listening as always we'll see you in the next one